Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I love it, actually. I mean, I love it because it shows the tenacity that you have out there on the field. I mean, of course, we don't want to get penalized for it or make a, a bad mistake that it costs us the game, but just having that hunger, everybody emotions high, everybody's their mentality, dog mentality, just bringing the best out of each other. I mean, it's iron sharpening iron in there. So, I mean, we know heated situations are going to happen. It's football. So, I mean, just not being, not getting too carried away in those moments to where it hurt, hurt the team and affect the team and also hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great, fun-filled show on a Trigger Tuesday. We'll talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports on the other side of the break. But it was good to hear from Sam Pittman at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Got some uh, really great quotes out of him, and pretty exciting to see that officially underway. It's week zero of college football. So we'll have some college football games happening this weekend, too. So 11 days also from Razorback Football. I mean, it's just all happening right now. And it's so much fun to be able to talk about everything because it's talking season. You can do predictions. You can do uh, who you think is going to be great. you got a ward list, watch whatever, watch list. I don't know. It's, it's still a little over the top and ridiculous, but so fun. So let's talk more about college football, and especially the Razorback football team, as we go to the phone lines and welcome in Connor O'Gara of Saturday Down South, friend of the show. And Connor, as always, appreciate you joining us, man. And we're right here on the cusp of uh, having some real college football. So it's got to be exciting for you, too. Beautiful time of year. Um, It's not my favorite time. I like it when teams actually feel like what they've been saying for eight months is sort of validated, like that mid-September, late-September type of fall buzz in the air. But it is a great time of year. Football is indeed on the cusp. Yeah, and it feels good to to be able to have it. And I know uh, specifically for Arkansas, I can just speak for the fans, they're starting to get more and more excited. You know, the more that they hear about their team, the more they hear about these, hey, defensive line's looking great, and uh, you know they got all these great things that are happening with the team inside these practices. The energy and the excitement revs up, and I'm sure it's like that for every fan base, where every team just feels like, you know what, we could probably go 12-0 and this year. You know, It's just that time of year where you get the excitement of the hype machine really rolling and people trying to get excited about that, too. Yeah, the hype machine uh, for, for Arkansas it took a while to get going. I think after last year's regular season ended, there were uh, vibes, uh, dare I say vibes, that haven't been that low since the, um, am I, am I even allowed to say Chad Morris on these airways? You guys can bleep that, right? Yeah, uh, we can. Take care of that for me. <laughs> yeah, clean that up on the back end. But yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a different sort of team right now with what we're expecting with Travis Williams, the addition on the defensive side of the ball, and obviously Danny, you know, somebody that we've talked about a lot this offseason and what he's going to be able to do with KJ Jefferson is one of the most interesting storylines in the SEC this year for my money. Uh, there's a lot of coordinator turnover in the SEC, and Arkansas is one of those places where you're just kind of like, man, it, it feels like it can go in a variety of ways, and it feels like they're one of those teams that are like, okay, so what if the, the Travis Williams decision works out, and what if they, they do end up getting what they thought they had at least year three of with Barry Odom, and it's defense that looks like it's in the right place at the right time that can stay healthy. Are we talking about a nine-win team? 
Uh, these things are are all on the table, and that's that's exciting. And that is the exciting thing when you when you kind of turn a new leaf and you make those personnel changes. Arkansas six and six last season, and there's a lot of optimism that they'll be a better team this year. So, Connor, how do you see them going into this season? Yeah, the crystal ball says eight and four, um, and that's that took a while to kind of settle on. I was debating whether or not it's going to be eight and four. It's going to be seven and five, and you know, I, I alluded to the, the variety of outcomes that I think this team can have and why I think that it can be a bit all over the place because when you take over a unit that was as bad as, as the Arkansas defense was last year, I think it's fair to ask those questions. You could talk about additions to the transfer portal all you want, and you could talk about all the good things the defensive line has done in preseason camp. Those are, those are great things, but until we actually see it, it's a little bit tough to say that this is a team that's going to compete for a division title. Now, I am sold, however, on Danny you Nose, know, KJ Jefferson marriage. I, I've talked a lot about that. Why I think that at this stage of his career, he is ready to take on an offense like this. And it's not to say that it's going to be better than the Kendall Bryles offense was 100% of the time. I think there are going to be some growing pains that come with it. But I, I do think that that's such a key piece of why this thing is able to go. We have questions about what it's going to look like at receiver. Uh, a lot of unproven guys, more more significant turnover at that position after there was a lot of turnover last year. But the the, the idea that, that KJ is going to regress in this scheme, I don't really buy. I think he's going to take that next step, and I think this is an 8-14. Yeah, and also I saw with your uh, crystal ball, you went uh, game by game, and Arkansas losing on the road to LSU, on the road to Bama, and also losing to A&M and Arlington. I don't think any Razorback fan would be really surprised by that, just knowing how tough those teams are going to be, and also the weird game in Arlington just seems like it always goes against Arkansas more often than not. But you did have Arkansas uh, going on the road, losing to Florida, which is a team they haven't played very often, and we know it's a big season for the Gators, and they're coming off the bye, and I'm just curious of uh, why do you feel like that will be something, or at least one of the four games that Arkansas will end up losing this season? I don't think Florida's going to be as bad as what 6-6 six and six would suggest. And I know there's a lot. You talk about a team with a lot of question marks. I mean, Florida is just loaded with that. There are very few areas that you could point to at that team and say, yep, they should be really good there. Running back room, great. Other than that, you're kind of like, mm, man, I don't really know what this is all going to look like. And you're kind of pinning your hopes on a 30-year-old defensive coordinator in Austin Armstrong, who was a very late addition to this Florida team. And so now... You know, the, the questions about the schedule are fair, but where I see it, this is a potential mismatch for Arkansas is defending Ricky Pearsall, a guy who can just kind of get open all over the field. And I've, I've had to do a little bit of like a, a revisiting of his season because I remember just being so down on the Florida passing game as a whole. And then you kind of look back at the spots that he was put in, knowing the limitations of Anthony Richardson as a passer and understanding that by the end of the year, man, that group was decimated. But he has a lot of experience running around all over the field, finding ways to get open, being that over-the-top guy, too, that I I could close my eyes and picture Arkansas having a difficult time defending him. And that's because, obviously, we saw so many different guys get loose on the back end of that Arkansas defense last year, and it's just such a struggle. Obviously, so many new pieces there, and you hope that they're going to be put in better spots. But I think that ends up making the difference. And look, it's still the swamp. I mean, that is still a difficult place to play and not a lot of teams go in there and just pull out victories. So I do think that's a tough matchup, despite the fact that Arkansas is coming off the bye. A game that always seems to be close on Arkansas' schedule, Ole Miss, every year. And on your crystal ball prediction, you have Arkansas getting a win at Ole Miss. So what makes the difference there for Arkansas? I love Arkansas-Ole Miss. Uh, it's one of my favorite kind of under-the-radar SEC games that it's never going to get that like ABC love or, or anything like that. But you catch that game on, on a fall Saturday, you're not going to be disappointed. It, the three years of the Pittman-Kiffin era, I mean, they've been really exciting, wildly entertaining games. Um, I, I think Arkansas loses that game in Oxford. And, and I, I have the old Miss spectrum as being all over the place. I have the beating LSU and losing to Vandy. So I have a wide variety of outcomes for Lane Kiffin, who may or may not have, but definitely did, quote, tweet my crystal ball with a, a, a very long list of emojis that I'm pretty sure was basically saying thank you for giving us all the fuel needed. But nonetheless, I, I think that, that Arkansas goes into that matchup feeling desperate. That's the biggest thing. Feeling desperate after getting off to a rough start in SEC play. And the biggest difference between this year's season and last year's season is Sam, Sam Pittman's going to know how to write the ship. 
They get off to that 0 start in SEC play this year, and they go in looking like a team possessed. And we saw how well, how well they ran the football last year. Obviously, a, a team that also has a new defensive coordinator in Pete Golding. And I think you should be able to run the football against the defense once again. So I, I think it should be a big day for Rocky Sanders and for K.J. Jefferson, obviously, running the football as well. But I, I think that they're able to go in and get a, a very important early season road win. See with Connor Regera of Saturday Down South here on Out of Bounds. And Connor... Uh, going through when you had your wins and losses, was there one particular game that was like, man, you could could have gone either way, like one that was really tough for you to say one way or the other for Arkansas, or were you pretty confident by each and every game going through in the track? Oh, yeah, this this is going to happen. I feel good about this one. Uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi State is the one that I, that I struggled with a lot. And, it's, you know, kind of teams going through some similar things right now. The two most experienced quarterbacks, in the SEC, at least in terms of games against SEC competition, that they're both going through pretty different, you know, pretty significant schematic changes. And everybody's going to be wondering, is Will Rogers just a byproduct of the air raid offense, or is this guy just a really good quarterback? Because there's a very good chance he's going to end this season to be the SEC's ultimate leader in career passing yards, which is a crazy thought. But at the same time, there are a lot of questions about what it's going to look like in this Kevin Barbe offense that he's going to be running. And so I, I, I have Arkansas winning that football game and not feeling great about it, but I think a lot of points are going to be scored. I wonder if the biggest difference in that one is Mississippi State not necessarily having that lockdown corner, not having a guy like Emmanuel Forbes that, that can just step in there and just totally change a game for you. I, I think that Arkansas with those big-bodied receivers on the outside, Andrew Armstrong, Tyrone Broden, those guys getting single coverage and being able to take care of some of those matchups, we see the maturation of K.J. Jefferson in this offense. This is one of those games where they're like, hey, we need to throw the football to win, and you end up getting a shootout. Arkansas wins 38-35. You have Arkansas for the stretch run winning five of the last seven games. So if it happens like that, then there'll be a lot of excitement from the fans, and that's something that a lot of people have looked at at the end of the schedule thinking about that stretch run that Arkansas could have that type of success at the end of the schedule. Here's a question I wonder about, too. If it finishes like that, and it finishes with this projection, which, you know, I, not to say, I'm usually, like, within one or two games of this. With Arkansas last year, I missed the mark. Like, I had them going 9-3 in the regular season. They end up being 6-6. Six six. And I guess I've always been a little bit higher on Arkansas during the Sam Pittman era. But I, I do wonder if, by the end of the year, if they're at a place where maybe they're getting to a Florida bowl game, not necessarily a New Year's Six bowl game at 8-4, and four, and they get that ninth win. Does Sam Pittman get an extension? Because if it goes really, really wrong, obviously the contract is favorable. It's favorable enough where if Hunter Yurchek decided that it was necessary and if this wasn't salvageable and you had a mass exodus of players, a one-way street and transfer portal, the assistant hires aren't working out, you can get out of that contract in a more favorable spot than so many other teams can. But the flip side of that is if they get to nine wins, does that warrant an extension? And would they restructure that contract that would be a really interesting late-season storyline to follow if this crystal ball plays out and they do win five of those last seven regular season games and then maybe win a Florida Bowl game as well like they did a couple years ago. Well, since, Connor, you asked that question, I'll, I'll give you at least a little bit of an answer to it. That, uh, you know, thinking about if Arkansas was to go 8-4, and four, that's 4-4 four and four in SEC play more than likely. Uh, you're talking about Sam Pittman and his four-year stretch at Arkansas winning 14 games in SEC play and when they only won 13 games total from 2012 to 2019. And so I, I look at that as almost you have to give them an extension, not just based on, oh, well, you know, you had a nine win and a six win and a nine win. It's more just about of what you've been able to do in the SEC and in an SEC play, taking Arkansas from being a team that could never even win an SEC game, barely one or two, to where consistently he's won three, four SEC games in each and every season he's been the Razorback head football coach. So that that brings up a really interesting question because we know that Sam Pittman's representation has changed over to Jimmy Sexton, and that was a pretty well-documented thing. I still thought that was a super, super program-friendly deal that he signed, you know, after he obviously has the big year, too. But, you know, the question then comes, okay, the incentive-based buyout, would that be something that they would take off the table? And would that be something that would be restructured if you have one of these seasons where you look like you're in position to, okay, like 
competing in the West for, for at least a little bit where you're spending time in the top 25. You're, you're finishing the top 25. You're getting to a four bowl game. And you feel like you're in a really good place going into this new era of college football. Everybody wants to feel like they have things figured out entering this new era of the SEC. That's the thing that I want to communicate so much because, you know, John, we talked about this. I don't think an SEC head coach gets fired at the end of this year. If you dig into some of the buyouts and you realize, like, whoa, Eli Drinkwitz is a $20 million buyout. Billy Napier would be $31 million to fire him. Jimbo Fisher, $76.8 million. Like, everybody wants to feel good and stable. And I wonder if Arkansas would buy into that if they did have that season wherein they get above that regular season over-under and they win at maybe one or two of those games that they're uh, not supposed to, at least according to the experts. You think Rocket Sanders can have similar success that he had last season? You had a list of Power 5 running backs who had 200 carries, 6 yards per carry, and 10 rushing touchdowns. He's only one of four running backs to do that from the Power 5. So you think he can have similar success this season? And he's the only one of those four that's back. I mean, B. John Robinson, Kendrick Miller, Eric Gray, those guys were studs last year. That, that's one of the things that, that I like about Rocket is that he's not just volume-based. You know, he's not, by, by any stretch of the imagination, his efficiency last year was so beneficial. And what was his first real season as like a featured back in competitive football, which is just kind of a crazy thing to think about. And Sam Pittman has talked about him putting on a little bit more weight, and he's still just, you know, he's faster than ever, which if you're not running as much up-tempo offense, yeah, you can kind of afford to add on a little bit more weight. Maybe you try and become more durable. You can take on a little bit more contact. People forget he was like 205 pounds when he showed up at Arkansas. This is a guy who has clearly been able to put on weight and keep that speed at a really high level. And so I, I do think that he's still going to be able to have an awesome year. Will it be quite as good as it was last year if the volume goes down a little bit? Probably not quite as good, but the efficiency is going to allow him to make up some of that. So I, I do think that he's going to be an extremely productive player. Would be surprised if yeah, you know, as, as long as he stays healthy, that, that's an all SEC type running back, of course. Um, but it's just going to be a question of what does it look like in this new offense? How dialed back are those carries? You expect maybe they're going to have more involvement from the rest of the running back room, which is still pretty deep if it can stay healthy. But he should still be a phenomenal player. Yeah, and I think that that's really the, the question for Sam Pittman. We've talked about the thing he shows concern with his offensive line, which is almost ironic because he's an offensive line coach considered to be the greatest offensive line coach out there. But he's expressed concerns even today at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. He says, I'm concerned with our depth at that position. It's like, uh, you know, you can say how great KJ is or how great Rocket is and everything, but if Arkansas has a problem with an offensive line, uh, the offense won't really matter that much because you won't be able to keep KJ Jefferson from from getting hit and possibly getting injured, and Rocket won't be able to run. So uh, that may be the biggest concern that most Razorback fans have right now is this offensive line. Yeah, it's fair. And, and as good as you, you probably feel about Limmer and Latham, you kind of look around and you're like, yeah, there's a lot of inexperience there, and there's a lot of question marks. And, and that could be something where we're looking up in the middle of November and we're like, man, they're getting beat at this spot every single time. They don't necessarily have the tackles to be able to support this new offense. And we talked a lot about KJ not taking as many hits. And man, what does it look like if they can't protect him with those edge rushers, of which there are plenty of studs in the SEC who can do that at a high level. So, yeah, it could absolutely be a question, especially if you're asking them to do some different things. And, you know, that that's going to be an area of need, obviously, is to find out what that depth is. But at the same time, if you were going to pick any one person in college football to coach up an offensive line with preseason questions, it's probably Sam Pittman. And if it's not, he's, he's very high on that list. So you do have the right person to be able to address some of those shortcomings. But, yeah, I think it's fair, it's fair when, when he himself is saying that, that depth is an issue and it could be something that hurts them you know, maybe down the, down the stretch at the end of the season here. Based off the crystal ball projection, how do you have Arkansas stacking up in the SEC? Uh, so 8-4 and four overall and 4-4 four and four in SEC play. The 4-4 four and four in SEC play is, is tricky because, like <sighs> – I don't think there's a whole lot of separation, or at least not as much as some would like to perceive between spots like three through seven in the division. And I almost, I almost good at doing there because let's not forget last year, LSU in the regular season finale got smashed by a team that wasn't going to a bowl game in Texas A&M, who just treated that like it was their Super Bowl. So let's let's not forget that that LSU, a team that was division title winning still struggle that much down the stretch. That's just kind of life in the SEC West. So 
Yeah, I mean, I think if you're going four and four and keeping your head above water in SEC West, in the SEC West, that's not a bad thing. You know, there I think there are some rosters that I look at, or I just don't know that that's going to be the case. Auburn has a lot of questions in year one with Hugh Freeze. The depth could be an issue, despite all the things that they've done in the transfer portal. I'm not as high on Ole Miss as some are, and I think that they have a lot of questions on defense that, you know, we'll wait and see kind of how those are answered. And in any given week, you could just see one of those teams go down. Alabama has showed so much more weakness over the course of the last two years. Twelve of their 16 games in SEC play the last two seasons have been one-score games in the fourth quarter. So who knows how invincible everybody is in this division, but... If you're sitting there at four and four, eight and four overall, with a, a chance for a ninth win in a bowl game, you know, playing in the great state of Florida, then I think life could be a whole lot worse. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting how it plays out. Real quick, we just got about a minute with you, Connor. Uh, Vanderbilt in Hawaii. How do you feel like this one is? We got to talk SEC football, and it's the first game, week zero. Don't bet against Clark Lee. Um, <laughs> I mean, bet against him if he's like up against Georgia or something. But um, no, week week zero. That is Clark Lee's time to shine. Uh, that team was ready to go last year. Look, don't sleep on Vandy, man. Like I, I only and I say that despite the fact that I've got Vandy winning one SEC game <laughs> um, and, and beating Lane Kiffin, the aforementioned Kiffin. Um, but I still like kind of wonder what their offense is going to look like with an, from an improvement standpoint with AJ Swan and what it's going to look like. It was a true freshman last year and so some real promise. But now Vandy, Vandy takes care of business. Hawaii is still in really, really rough shape. Like they're going to be in rough shape for a long time. I don't know if they're ever going to bounce back from what they had to go through the last like year and a half. But yeah, no doors, doors win big week zero. SEC gets on the board. Good to know. So Connor O'Gara of Saturday Down South joining us as always, man. We appreciate you. Can follow him on Twitter at CJ O'Gara as well as his stuff on SaturdayDownSouth.com. Appreciate it, my man. Uh, enjoy the final couple of weeks before college football really gets revved up. All right. Awesome. Appreciate it, guys. All right, again, Connor Aguero joining us. We have Out of Bounds and Trigger Tuesday coming up next, so stay with us. Listen for NFL Hall of Fame referee Walt Coleman Wednesdays during Morning Mayhem, presented by Sigma Supply Packaging Products. Schedule a free waste audit analysis with Sigma Supply's sales manager, David Breitenberg, and see if automation is the solution to your production line issues. Online at sigmasupply.com. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Last night in the NFL, the Commanders beat the Ravens 29-28 to put an end to Baltimore's 24-game preseason win streak. The last time the Ravens lost in preseason was in 2015. Sam Howell, who was named starting quarterback for Washington last Friday, threw for 188 yards and two touchdowns in the game. And former Arkansas basketball player Reggie Chaney has passed away at the age of 23. Chaney played for Arkansas for two seasons from 2018 to 2020. He then transferred to Houston where he played the remaining three seasons of his collegiate career and was part of the 2020-2021 Cougars Final Four team. He won Sixth Man of the Year in their American Athletic Conference last season. Chaney had planned to play professionally in Greece this fall. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Sports fans and trivia fans, listen up. Brewskies is bringing sports trivia to Thursday nights. Every Thursday at 7 p.m., come play sports trivia at the best sports bar in town. 22-ounce draft beer specials and two-dollar Plinko shots keep you from being thirsty, with plenty of pub grub options to keep you from being hungry, too. Arrive early and take advantage of the happy hour specials and stick around after trivia for the Thursday night karaoke party. So come check out all the new sports trivia every Thursday at 7 p.m. at Brewskies, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Sometimes the best summer getaway is the journey to the getaway. Start your summer road trip adventure at Hyundai. Now during the getaway sales event. Hurry in for great deals on many models, all backed by America's best warranty. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai getaway sales event. Right now, get the Tucson or Santa Fe with up to 2,500 total savings. Visit your local Hyundai dealer today. For well-qualified buyers only, offer ends 9523. Call 469-613-0227 for more details. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. 
Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Jeremiah Matthews in Little Rock, Justin Sollers in North Little Rock, or Michael Ludwig in Greenbrier today. Tired of all that laboring? Get ready to take a break from hard work with Lazy Boy's Labor Day Sale. Save up to 50% off store-wide. From cozy couches to stylish sectionals, Lazy Boy has everything you need to create the perfect living space and a chair that's all yours. A wide selection of furniture for every room. With unbeatable prices, upgrade your home decor without breaking the bank. Don't miss out on your chance to save big. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor. Shackle for Galleries of Little Rock today. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Your brother wants a shot at the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm walking tall. You think you're ready to run with the bulls? I've been earning and burning, snapping necks and cashing checks. On 103.7 The Buzz. Take the party wherever we go. Out of bounds there on a trigger Tuesday, folks, but nothing, nothing, nothing that Guadney Chevrolet does will ever trigger any of us because they have some of the best deals you'll ever see going on right now, especially throughout the rest of the month of August because it is coming to an end here pretty soon. You're talking about August 22nd already today? It's getting here. So you got to take advantage of the great deals. Like, for instance, you have a 2023 Equinox for $2,500 off and 1.9% interest. Those Equinoxes are really nice, too. It's kind of got the hybrid feel of driving like a car, but with the space of an SUV. And uh, they, there's a reason why you see those as all over the country and all over the state. People drive them. People love them. And they get it from Guatney Chevrolet. They also got a 2023 High Country for over $6,000 off and a Silverado RST. For as much as $9,000 off. And this is all going on through the month of August. And you also still have the deal where you have an old phone sitting around. doesn't matter the type of phone. Just got an old phone. Want to trade it in. Don't trade it in for a new phone. Trade it in for down payment on your vehicle. goes to a $500 down payment. And everyone is approved that brings in that phone. So check them out. Guadney Chevrolet there in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit at 1301 TP White. Drive in Jacksonville. There's a reason why they're Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. You can also shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. See all the inventory they have there, too. No matter what it is, no matter how you want to do it, do it with Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. Again, it's a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate Connor Aguero joining us in the previous segment. And we'll have uh, a few uh, things to get into once we talk about what's triggering us here in the world of sports. But uh, a few texts as well as... Our Asher Record Live fan feedback from the Southern Structural Solutions text line, Just Chuck, says, Another interesting thing to think about is when you talk about Sam Pittman's record and what his future looks like, it's the fact that we've had one of the most difficult schedules in the country for a number of years of a, in a row, but starting next year, we might not have to play Alabama every year. The new schedule could shake out to be very advantageous to Arkansas, if that's the case. Well, be nice, but... Not, not going to bank on that. Yeah, you never know what scheduling is going to be like. It, it's a one-year deal for next season, and uh, they could decide to go with nine conference games, or they could decide to stay at eight. So it's still hanging in the balance. Also uh, from the text line from the 501 says, uh, FYI to Hog Nation out there, uh, maybe just skip the last 15 minutes of Episode 2 of Swamp Kings because 
Uh, gave me some PTSD and a reminder of the Reggie Fish fumble in the SEC championship game. <laughs> so. If you're going to watch it, you got to watch it all. Yeah, maybe just do that one with your eyes closed, like we were watching a scary movie as a kid. Maybe that's the way to do it. But good, uh, good looking out, and thanks for the heads up there. Also from Ryan on our Asher Record Life fan feedback, he says, I think Cody Kennedy has a lot to prove this year. He has been average at best. I don't know if I'd say average, but... Uh, it's definitely been something you don't want to keep seeing it get worse. You know, Arkansas's offensive line was solid their first year under Sam Pittman, and each year, it's not to say it's been bad, but it's definitely dropped off a little bit. So uh, this is a big year for him and and for Sam Pittman to try to put it together and make it to where it's going to be as good as it needs to be. It's got to take some steps forward. There's no reason to not have depth, honestly, on the offensive line. At every position. Yeah. that That's always the goal. You want to have depth across the board. Now, in some years, you're going to have it in, in areas and kind of lacking in others, but that's just how recruiting goes. Yeah. And the transfer portal has helped out a lot, too. So, again, another reason why you shouldn't have problems with depth. And for Sam Pittman being the offensive line guy that he is, there's no reason for it. So, hopefully that gets fixed up this year. But definitely not something you want to hear there being continued concerns about. But, hey, listen, it is a Trigger Tuesday. We're going to talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports, so let's go ahead and jump into it. I'm angry. I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All right, it is time for Trigger Tuesday, and a few things that... I know for a fact bothers me in the world of sports and what's uh, going on right now is just the fact that there are so many of these way too early, way too soon passings of former Razorback players or people involved with the Razorback program. I understand that life is, is crazy and life can uh, come at us fast and you never know when our time is going to be up. But there's no doubt that this summer especially, but just this year in general, some Razorback greats, some former Razorbacks, people tied with the Razorback program, whatever it is, uh, and, and the passing of their life has just been its been awful. Again, Chris Smith, Ryan Mount, Alex Collins, uh, just to name a few of the former greats. And then, you know, you throw in uh, Deion Stutz, the recruit that committed to Arkansas. Uh, you throw in Charles Ballantyne. Uh, and then you throw in, of course, Mike Stokes of uh, the, t- the Tusk. And then uh, you have Lace with Reggie Chaney. It's, I don't know Keith what's going Or Keith Stokes, sorry. Yeah, it's Keith Stokes. Uh, but just I don't know what's been happening with it. I, it's just a shame that it continues on this way. It's got to stop. I hope it stops because uh, it, it's just really unfortunate to see anybody lose their life, but especially some of these young kids that are in their 20s. Like that's just it's it's nonsensical. It doesn't make sense, and it should never happen. So that's what's triggering me is having to go on the show or uh, podcast or whatever it is and have to do an update on another young person or young kid or young adult, whatever, who has lost their life who had a connection with the Razorback program. So it's just sad. Hopefully it comes to an end, and that's definitely what's been triggering me, not only today, but over the past few months. So what triggers me is the Jonathan Taylor situation with the Colts. There have been a lot of mixed signals here. Jim Irsay said they weren't going to trade him. Now they've granted a trade request for Jonathan Taylor to see what's out there. But bottom line is, if he ends up staying with the Colts, he's had a lot of missed time in training camp, some back and forth where... He's been out due to a non-contact injury or non-football-related injury. He's been away dealing with personal issues. So if he happens to stick with the Colts, he's going to get off to a slow start. Or even if he goes to another team, get off to a slow start during the season because of all this missed time during training camp and preseason during the time leading up to the season. It's just a, a bad situation that needs to come to some kind of resolution here really soon. Uh, another thing that kind of triggers me, and this is more just uh, in general from fans or from uh, people who are excited about the season. Like, we're all excited. We're all excited about getting to that point. We're tired of talking about it. But the one thing that always just has bothered me, no matter what it is, if – we'll just use the example of Arkansas. If Coach Sam Pittman comes out and says, this is the deepest and most talented offensive or defensive line that we've had in my time here. And then when he says that, you relay it and say, okay, well, I mean, this defensive line is going to be really good. You know, if you've been reading, say, like, Trey Biddy stuff on Hawk Sports or whatever, it's like, hey, this defensive line's good, they're talented, they're really doing a great job in practice. And, you know, just basically relaying the message, you'll have fans be like, yeah, I've heard that before. It's like, yeah, I know, but that's what, what's been said. That's all we got to go on. 
And so it, it's a matter of if you're going to just report to what you've seen, report to what the coaches have told you, since that's the only access that's there, that's the only thing that you could say, and you're just going to have to take it uh, for what it is until something changes, until it, it doesn't happen that way or whatever. But it, it just kind of gets really annoying where no matter what it is, like, hey, don't listen, don't look at me as if like, oh, I was the guy that was wrong. It's like you're just relaying the messages of what the coaches have been saying. But there's a lot of people that just, you know, whether it's being pessimistic or whatever, they, they take that stance and it just is, gets, I don't know, really frustrating and old at times. But that's that's just fans at this point. But it is, it's talk. It's all it is, is talk, predictions, whatnot. Wait till the season plays out. But don't get mad at everybody else because they're just relaying what the coaches said. That's that's the whole thing. So You can hear the coaches say that for themselves because they have press conferences and they put the info out there. Yeah. So it's not about everybody else saying it it's what the coaches are actually saying yeah get mad at them <laughs> if it ends up being wrong just let them know about it uh not the rest of us but uh there you have it there is trigger tuesday here on out of bounds and appreciate everybody being a part of it and real quick before we take a commercial break i wanted to play this clip i don't know if we've had time for it in three and out but uh, i did want to say at least maybe the opposite of trigger tuesday maybe like uh you know if we did best and worst of the weekend it'd be a best but I love hearing this from Bill Belichick and talking about Taylor Swift. I don't even like Taylor Swift, but hearing Bill Belichick talk about Taylor Swift, I can allow this. Football aside, there's been some good concerts here this summer. Uh, I know that you've talked in the past about how you don't usually do concerts, but you've taken in Bruce Springsteen before. Bruce is here this weekend. You'll be in Nashville. Were you able to go see? I know, (laughs) that's a bummer. But did you go to any other concerts leading up to it this summer? Um. Yeah, saw a little bit of Taylor. Um, That's my guy. We were wondering about that. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, that was about it. Did you enjoy it? Did you get rained out? Were you at that show? That was pretty impressive. Yeah, she, yeah. killed it. She's tough, man. She just stood <laughs> out there and played right through it. I mean, so are you officially, you consider yourself to officially be a Swifty now? Officially? I don't know about that, but... I don't know what I mean, officially seems like, is. Seems like <laughs> seems like Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah. What does that mean? Like you have a, a, a sweatshirt or something? <laughs> you can have a few. Yeah. Well, Good sing, I think you can sing some of the lyrics. You know, it's, uh, you know I don't know. I mean, they were yeah. selling they were selling rainwater the the for seventy bucks a jar or something mm-hmm. like that. So. Yeah. Well, look, I'm definitely on the. You got to calm down. <laughs> Okay, he's a Swiftie. Like that's, that's pretty good. Like pretty you got to calm down. That's, One of our best. Um, that's, uh, there's a lot of times when that's very appropriate. Yeah. Just got to calm down. Of all the things. He knows it's Taylor Swift. Of all the things. It's Taylor Swift. Uh, that Bill Belichick. Uh, you could almost kind of hear a smile in, in, in his responses and in his words. Like, how often do you see that or hear that? But that that's when you know it's a phenomenon when you got Bill Belichick, like, spending time. Like, that was a minute and a half clip. Spending time to talk about one thing that's not, like, football-related that actually he expounds upon. <laughs> that was weird. But Taylor Swift's done that for him, too. So he didn't even know what a, what an officially a, being a Swifty meant, but he knows, and he has some fun with it, but... Yeah, I was wondering, like, when, if he went to a Taylor Swift concert, which he did, but, like, what was he doing? Was he singing along? Like, did he just sit there? Did he rock back and forth? Did he just stare? It sounds like he knows the music, so yeah, he may have been singing. Now that, if there's ever a video of that, someone find it and let us know, because that, that will be one of the most either disturbing or incredible video clips you'll ever watch. But glad to know that Bill Belichick's a Swifty. And hopefully they get a, him a sweatshirt. You know, he likes those, like, cut-off hoodies and stuff. Maybe they can do one of those in the Taylor Swift vibes. But, oh, yeah. That was just, again, one of the one of the great clips from Bill Belichick, which he doesn't have very many of them. Usually it's because it's so short to the point. But that one was a good one about Taylor Swift. We are up against it. We got our final break to take. And then we'll have three and out. Close up shop. Ready for Drive Time Sports. It's all next year on Out of Bounds. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. 
because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long, and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires. Service and straight talk at Big O Tires. Ah, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, when is my luck going to change? And I was like, you need to go with Tunica, bro. And he was like, yeah, good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kissing. My man was like, this is amazing. His losing streak was finally over. Man, I cannot believe my luck. Believe it. Because when you're in Tunica, you're always a winner. Celebrate 20 wild years with Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar on August 26th. Reserve your table at WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at GoGreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. It's time for the 2023 Central Arkansas Tailgate Extravaganza at War Memorial Stadium. Friday, September 1st from 5 till 10. Saturday from 11 till kickoff. Delectable cuisine, exquisite beverages, captivating melodies, and jubilant camaraderie. Tickets, tables, corporate packages available. To choose your experience, visit CentralArkansasTailgate.com. Central Arkansas Tailgate, brought to you by Globe Life and Tyson. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. August is here, and so is the start of spooky season. Stores are packed with Halloween decor, candy, and costumes. And car dealerships are flaunting interest rates that would scare Freddy Krueger. It's not that way at Guadney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Guadney's offering rates as low as 0.9%. This year, say no to candy corn, circus peanuts, licorice, and four-cylinder full-size trucks. Guadney Buick GMC's trucks have too many features, too much power, and twice the cylinders. Why go buy a full-size truck with a four-cylinder when you can get the 5.3-liter V8 with an additional $32.50 off at Guadney Buick GMC? Buying a car doesn't have to be scary, and shopping at Guadney never is. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. The Zone is on the road this Friday. Justin and Wes are heading to McDonald's on Arkansas Avenue in Russellville for the Change Roundup, benefiting Ronald McDonald House. Help the families of Ronald McDonald House Friday when you round up and let Ronald McDonald keep the change. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into and uh, first off, a we'll, little we'll something funny from uh, the sports world. We know Memphis football has not been uh, great over the past year and a half. It's been struggling 
pretty uh, heavily, but they have a new promotion going on where uh, they're having to get some people in the stands. And they have a ticket promotion where if fans who buy $60, that's how much their ticket is for their opener against Bethune-Cookman, the Tigers win, fans get a free ticket to the next home game. And it continues for each home game until Memphis loses at home. So how long will the free ticket last? Will they have a home schedule against Bethune-Cookman, then Navy, then Boise State, then Tulane, then USF, then SMU? It's creative, it's fun, and I like it, but... Man, it's also uh, kind of showing that how much they're struggling to try to get people in the stands and buy those season tickets. So we'll see if it plays out for them. And if it does, kudos. But a uh, rough go for Memphis in their football program here recently. A joint practice between the Eagles and Colts was cut short because of what Jason Kelsey called a cheap shot on running back Kenneth Gainwell. And uh, here's Jason Kelsey talking a little about that because they had a, uh, a, a brawl that cleared the sidelines for both teams. We try and keep things civil on the field, and I think for me, um, I pride myself on, on being a guy that sustains the, the emotion and the level of play out there, and I let my emotions get the better of me. Um, that certainly doesn't belong out there on the field, and, uh, you know, just, you know, a little bit of shame that it, it got to that level and um, that, that I did what I did, so uh, certainly... You know, not happy about that, and you know, I think very highly of the guys that were out there, in particular 44 Zaire. I think you know he's a tremendous player. Um, I think all of their guys up front, and they brought a lot of intensity to the day, which made the practice intense. And um, you know, I think uh, I didn't handle things properly there at the end. So he says about the hit on Kenneth Gainwell, he just didn't appreciate the extra physical activity that came from the hit because. They are still in preseason. It is a joint practice, and nothing is real right now as far as meaningful games, so he just took issue with it. And I always laugh when I hear comments like that. Uh, again, people watch The Office, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, Michael Scott in the basketball episode just gets, uh, gets hit a little too hard. There's no place for it. There's no place for that in this game. You know, We're just trying to have fun, just trying to have a good old-fashioned game of football, and this is the, not the type of behavior. That's what it reminds me of. Just, there's no place for it. Uh, but, you know, speaking of the NFL, we know the Super Bowl halftime show is always hot topic of conversation, and Taylor Swift reportedly said no. Well, this is the latest on the reporting of what the Super, ta- Super Bowl halftime show might be considered with. Not to say that it'll happen, not to say that sources are saying it happen, but what they're considering. A boy band, an all-boy band halftime show featuring NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, Boys to Men, Belle Biv DeVoe, Color Me Bad, and possibly a K-pop group. Don't know if that'll be uh, feasible or if they'll pull it off, but hey, I think it would be quite the uniting of a lot of uh, very famous boy bands in that group, and that would be pretty awesome to try to get all of them together, but there's also an offer out to Harry Styles. So don't really know if that's going to happen, but at least it's being considered, and someone who grew up in that era, I'd at least be all for just because of how crazy it might end up being. Lamar Odom has been keeping up with USA Basketball as they took on Germany Sunday, and they have some games coming up for FIBA FIBA Basketball in their quest to win a gold medal there. But he was roasted because he posted an image of uh, his TV and said, we're tuned in, and the TV looked like it was about a 50-inch TV on a large wall. So you can imagine some of the comments that came in. One of them was, congrats on the first apartment. There was another that said, your wall is bigger than my house. So then Lamar Odom, he responded and put another image of a 70-inch TV and just said, I'm going to leave this here. And then there were more comments that said, maybe you should put that one on the wall because that one would be more fitting than the one that's there. Well, over in Italy, uh, there were some fans that saw Michael Jordan, which we know Michael Jordan is worldwide no matter where he goes. But uh, he was walking in Italy and just mind his own business. People were kind of crowding around and taking videos of him. But the thing that uh, really stood out is, you know, just a lot of people speaking Italian, couldn't really speak the, the language. So they just started making goat noises at him. You know, like, uh, I don't even want to try to make a goat noise because I feel like it sounds like a sheep. But they were making goat noises at him and because he's the goat. So they couldn't. I guess that's the way that if it's a universal language, if you can't speak and tell him that he's the greatest of all time in Italian, then... All right, we'll just you know go with the goat noises, and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, goats." He's calling me the goat. Thank you, appreciate it. But appreciate the creativity, and 
That might be the only universal language that they can speak, but uh, pretty weird, but a pretty funny moment, too. There was a Ferrari that sold at auction for almost $2 million. Now, that would be appropriate that it's a Ferrari, and it sells for about that amount. But the problem with this is the Ferrari was completely burned. It was just a shell of a car, and uh, and then it sells for almost $2 million. So little odd that there was something at auction that would command that type of money and it is one of the cars that people look forward to driving and and uh, having as, as far as a collection but that does nothing for anybody and it brought in almost two million dollars so billy mcfarlane has announced the official return of the fire festival if everybody remembers the whole fiasco with the fire festival as well as the great documentary on it uh it's been officially announced and Apparently, it's, uh, the tickets are on sale, complete with $8,000 tickets, only $8,000, but there's no venue and there's no lineup. And just if you want to go ahead and get, a, get ahead of the game here, he says, quote, guys, this is your chance to pitch in and to get in on it. This is everything I've been working towards. Let's effing go. And it'll take place at the end of 2024, and that's the only detail that's been thrown out there. And there's going to be VIP tickets available, but doesn't say what the perks are. And, you know, it just sounded like it's going to be about a regular fire fest. So for those of you who may go out there and spend that much money on it, you're an idiot. Do not do it. But, hey, maybe this is the time that he finally gets it going the way that it was supposed to be and what it was meant to be, and the money will be worth it all. Florida woman that met someone at a bar, she uh, took some extreme measures and she spiked his drink. So when you hear about spiking drinks, you're thinking of certain things that uh, she could have put in it, but... She actually put bug spray in his drink, so she was arrested for the attempt to poison someone in uh, Florida, and that's kind of some of those odd stories that we hear coming out of Florida, but this is the latest with Florida Woman. Jeez, well, uh, c- uh, congratulations to Will Levis. As we know, he had an interesting take about mayonnaise, but he has officially signed uh, a deal with Hellman's Mayonnaise. Uh, and it's going to be a, a great thing, no matter what, for the money. But also, he gets an unlimited supply of mayonnaise. So if there was a more fitting partnership when it comes to an NFL athlete, as well as a big-time company, I think that this is one that hopefully lasts for a very long time. But good to know that he's never going to have to go out to the store and buy any mayonnaise because Hellman's going to have him taken care of. Reggie Miller, famous NBA player. He's... Uh pushing limits and putting other hobbies out there on display he said he recently did a hundred mile cycling race and he said quote it absolutely kicked my ass (laughs) but he said he was happy to actually get through the race and uh just take on some different challenges i'm not going to say what this final one's for in specifics i'll just have everyone go and search for it but just remember uh trevon diggs likes can be seen on twitter just know that you like the wrong thing. People saw it. It's pretty bad. But just remember that, folks. Your likes can be seen on Twitter. Appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel. Tomorrow afternoon, stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up. Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501 